Welcome back to another episode of Sippin' and Trippin'. Bom bom bom. <laughs> Thank you guys all for tuning in to another episode of Sippin' and Trippin'. I am so thankful and so pleased you guys have tapped in with me. Okay, how you doing, uh, y'all? This has been a week. Last time we talked to y'all, it's been a week. I'm a, so I'm having a little shot of this lemonade vodka. Is it lemon flavor or lemonade? So, yeah, it's lemonade vodka. Four times the seal. I'm a little, they, they don't pay me to tell you what it is, okay? It's good. It's tasty. I like it. So, anyway, let's go. Um, this week, since last week, last week I told you guys I had my first hosting event. The hosting event went swell until they did it. Y'all ready to hear about this? Okay, let's talk about it. So, I get to the venue. I'm a couple minutes late, so I go to the bathroom. Fix my makeup, checking my makeup, putting my hair on, uh, throwing on some lashes. You know, she's getting this mug together. And it got together. How you doing? Um, I go out there and it's like no it's like not a lot, it's like not a lot of people there. But it's so early. Um I'm mingling with people, talking to people, a couple saw somebody I went to high school with. Um I, my mom was there, my sister was there. My cousins had came out. You know, it was beginning to be a thing. So people are starting to turn in. Everybody's drinking shots. I get on the microphone. I'm talking. I'm nervous. So I got my cousin being my um my co co-host. And um my co co-host. Yes, my co co-host, okay? And um, so you know, I performed Love and War by Tamar Braxton. Because I was feeling that because it's like I feel like when you go through love, you do go through war when it's real. Now, let me tell you something. Sometimes you be going through war and you're going in it for vain, for like selfish reasons. Like, I just want to be with this person. Like, baby, they're throwing bombs at you. They don't want you. Why are you on the battlefield? The universe is throwing freaking bombs at you. Um, We're going to talk about those bombs being thrown at me in a moment. Um, But I'm talking. I see a couple. Like, it's like a lot of people there at this point. Not a lot, but it's enough people there. Um, I have my other people come perform. They're performing. It was really turning into a good night until we had a table full of people who left and did not pay their bill. $238 worth of a tab. And I was immediately upset at the venue because why didn't you guys have a card on file? Why didn't you guys start them a tab? Why did you let them rack up a bill of this magnitude? I felt bad for the girl because they were telling her she's gonna get fired. So my my mother and my um, close friend, they paid the girls, they paid the tab for these people. And I feel like the bar could have gotten more. I feel like that was real crappy that they were gonna fire this girl from like you guys don't take card, you only take cash. Who does that? Most places only take card. So I mean, come on. Um, I do not want to go and do it again this week. Because I didn't like 
a lot of the things that were set up and the politics around it. However, I told myself I was going to give it one more shot. And so this week, tomorrow, I'll be giving another show. I have another performer coming on as well. And, you know, I'm showcasing talent. And I maybe somebody else can come and pick up this night if I don't keep it. But let's see how next week goes. So next week we'll come back and talk about that. Okay? Um, over the New Year holiday, I guess, around New Year's, me and my ex, we have been so back and forth for like, we've been off and on since, what do you want? It's like two years now. Two years. And first year was like good. Then it got rocky. Second year, it was just rocky. All that year, it was rocky, rocky, rocky. And I wasn't feeling validated. I wasn't feeling like you you really getting me. You know what I'm saying? And... I felt like I wasn't seen, I wasn't heard, I wasn't important, I wasn't needed. I felt like I was an option. And baby, I am a priority, I'm an option. I am the engine of the car, you need me to run, okay? I'm the engine, I'm the steering wheel, I'm the seat, I'm the frame, I am the car. I'm not the leather seats, because you can get cloth seats, okay? I'm not the um, sunroof, because you don't. Have, some people don't like a sunroof. You know, I'm not the certain brand of tires, baby. I'm I, I'm everything that you need for this car to run successfully, okay? And I had it up with him and I told him, I said, you know what? If you can't do this one thing and you can't do this right, um, then you know, I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm done with you. And I'm moving on and I want you to still set me free and let me go. And I knew he wasn't going to um, do what needed to be done to keep me. I thought that would be something to wake him up and really have him fight for me. And it wasn't. And when you start thinking like that, I'm going to tell you, you only disappoint yourself. <laughs> you only disappoint yourself. And so the past couple of days, I haven't heard from him. I have been dealing with other things in my life that were really important and wasn't to his shenanigans. And then, you know, I was moving on and moving in peace. And then, all out of nowhere, here he comes. And he doesn't come back apologizing. He doesn't come being sincere or being genuine. He comes with his shenanigans. And I was like, you know what? No. I made a conscious decision to say no. To refuse. To not put my energy into someone who does not deserve it. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be loved. I deserve... To be in love. I deserve for someone to love me. So with that being said. I moved on. And I'm moving on. And he can either get it. Or he don't have to. And it is quite alright with me. If he does not get it. Because I am no longer. Going to cry over someone. For not. For not wanting me. For not deserving me. Like you don't even deserve me. And I'm going to tell you guys, stop going to people who does not deserve you. Whether it's relationships, whether it's friendships, whatever kind of ship it is. Let me tell you, it's a ship because that shit can sail away at any moment. When I lost my best friend for however many years it was, hell, that hurt me to the core. But guess what? That was a ship that had to sail. Whether I like it or not, you know what I'm saying? 
I couldn't sit here and dwell on that forever. I lost that one best friend, like two best friends. I've lost myself, okay? And I decided I was never going to lose myself in a friendship, a relationship. I was never going to lose myself in a job and anything that did not bring me what I wanted and what I needed to, for me to be fully and totally whole. And it started with me taking up for myself and saying no. Saying I am worth more than this. I am worthy of more. I deserve it. I had uh, another ex. This this ex right here, y'all. I was really in love with. Okay? Which I thought I was. I would be able to say, I could see my whole future in your eyes. Lord, upon my love for you. Sometimes makes me want to cry. I realize all my blessings. I'm grateful to have you by my side. Y'all know that song. I ain't going to keep singing it. I'm sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> This is a person who I literally built my dreams off of. And for a while, I felt like it was comfortable for me because I'm like, well, I can go out here in these streets and the streets don't accept me. I know he had me back. And then it gave me like, no, I like him. I really, really like him. I really, really want him. I really want this to work. And I really want this to work. But I realized here lately, we don't communicate. Once again, I'm not a priority to you. I'm an option. And he's been used to me. At one point, I was the toxic one in the situation shit. So, I would never hear him. I would always be the one talking. And I would be talking at him, or he would be talking at me because I wasn't listening to him. And so, I feel like now that I'm a, I'm a better communicator, I'm a better listener, I'm a better person, and I know what I want out of life now. See, that person, me and you, connects him. What are your hobbies? What do you like? What is your favorite color? To, how about that? Okay? Because they didn't know. You know? They didn't know. But now that we know all these things about ourselves and we know what we want, our relationship, out of a friendship, out of a job, out of family relationships, you know what I'm saying? We know what we want now out of life, you know? And I realized that you don't value me the way you say you do. Because if you did, you wouldn't do this or you wouldn't do that. Or you would do this or you would do that. And then it's like... Then when you do it, it's like I'm only doing this just because you're 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 you're, you're bitching about it. And I'm like, no, like that's not what I want, baby. I don't want to be talking to you and then we're arguing or I'm telling you, well, I've been falling back. Or I hate when somebody try to tell me, I know how you are. You do this, you do that when you're doing this. No. I really wasn't playing a game. I was pushing you away and I was re- restructuring my life without you. That's what I had been doing. And I don't want to. It hurts. But every time we have a conversation, it's like, when am I going to see you? And I say, well, it's on you. Because if I'm telling you, hey, I'm willing to meet you halfway, I need you to still go your halfway. I can't go my half and go your half. And I don't want to argue about it. That's what I don't want to do. I don't want to argue about it, y'all. I want to be like a bird. I want to be like a butterfly. I want to be free. I want to fly. I want to soar. Okay? I'm a little sick. Okay? I don't want to argue anymore. I don't want to fight. I don't want to go over, well, you did this, or you did that, or I did this. You know, I I don't want to go through all those things anymore. I want to be in a point to my life where things get easier. Things get better. Things start to come to fruition. I'm in my manifesting stage right now. I'm manifesting um, greatness, I'm manifesting happiness, I'm manifesting good health, I'm manifesting many, many, many things right now. And if I'm manifesting these things, I need 
sometimes I have to walk alone because I because some people are not going to fit into your your new life that you're manifesting. As much as you want to bring everybody along with you for the ride, sometimes you're not going to. Some people you have to leave alone. Some people leave where they're at. So, I don't know. I don't know. So, enough about all of my life, okay? Enough about all of my life. I know what you guys came here for. You guys came here for hot topics. And y'all ain't really making hot topics lately, but we're about to get into some hot topics today. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, I am raising my hands and shaking. I am really in a good mood today, y'all. I am really in a good mood. I have not been in a good mood on this podcast for such a while. This has been like the angry cat or the sad cat podcast. We ain't sad no more. We happy over here. Okay, what Mary J. Blige said? I just want to be happy. Whatever she said in the song. I just, I'm i singing Mary J. Blige lyrics to Keisha Cole beat. I just want it to be over. I do want the sadness to be over, baby. But I just want to be happy. I want to smile. I want to dance. I want to be free. Okay? Another shot. Let's go. Once you got I'm taking a shot. I'm already taking like a little sip. I'm not really committing to a shot per se. So, it came up on the internet today that Carol Baskin, you guys remember Carol Baskin from The Tiger King. Now, you guys, if you guys watch the show, y'all know how on The Tiger King, um, everybody, including, well, starting with Joe Exotic and everybody else, um, that Carol Baskin had killed her husband. That's what everybody thought. That's what everybody believed. And we've been wondering, where is her husband? And we all thought that she had put the man in the, killed him, put him in the meat grinder, and then um, fed him to the tigers. Or just simply fed him to the tigers. We really didn't know what the hell she had did to um, her husband. So... We got a new report on what happened to Carol Baskin's husband. We got a report. And I'm about to go to the report live right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm stalling because I should have had this queued up already. And I don't, but I do right now. So, bam. Cha. So, Carol Baskin's ex-husband, Don Lewis, may actually be alive somewhere in Costa Rica. She announced that Lewis was found by Homeland Security during an interview in 2021. But the news is only now becoming viral. So how come we ain't hear about this? Now this is what she said. Okay, this is what Carol Baskin said. They said, my husband, Don Lewis, is alive and well in Costa Rica. And yet all of this drama has been made about me having something to do with his disappearance when Homeland Security has known where he is. Don Lewis mysteriously went missing in 1997 just six years after the couple got married. So they got married in 191, okay? In a series of Tiger King, in the series Tiger King, she was accused of having something to do with his disappearance. Lewis had, Don Lewis, had three daughters at the time, and they accused Baskin of feeding their dad to the tigers. When questioned about Lewis' kids' assumptions, Baskin responded, responded, Carol Baskin said, they should ask Homeland Security. They seem to know where he's at. So, they said, although Baskin says Lewis was found, he is legally documented as being deceased, and there are also no records showing he's ever returned to the miracles. So, I don't know what that do for y'all, 
But um, I I don't know how much I believe this story because we would know this already. We would have heard this. It would have been news. Like, what's going on? And also, I'm in the comments of the shade room, and somebody just said I missed 2020. Y'all remember 2020? We didn't have to work. We got a check to stay home. We had to stay in the house. We could only go outside for like certain hours of the day. Life was easier. I mean, we lost a lot of people from 2020, 2022, which we don't like that. And if you might lost somebody out there, I'm sending my heart to you guys. I'm talking about just like on the surface, surface stuff. Very, very so much surface, okay? All right, now we're going to get into Flo Rider. Now, Flo Rider, you guys might know Flo Rider. He was a rapper. He goes, they see me rolling, they hating, patrolling, they trying to catch me riding dirty. That was actually a ringtone for somebody I had a crush on. <laughs> riding dirty. That was his ringtone. He didn't even drive at the time, so I don't know why that was his ringtone. But however, Floyd Ryder has um, sued um, the energy drink Celsius, and he won and was awarded $82 million in damages, honey. Floyd Ryder notched a major legal victory this week after jurors returned a verdict in his favor against the energy drink company Celsius, a victory that has made him a very wealthy, not rich maybe, but wealthy man. The rapper whose team name is, the rapper whose legal name, excuse me, is Tamar, Tremar, Tremar Dillard claimed the company owed him money from a prior endorsement deal he started with them in 2014 with the deal being renewed in two years later two years later and they ultimately the jury ultimately found him um found the company guilty and found him to be the winner of a total of eighty two million six hundred and forty thousand four hundred and fifty dollars that's a lot of money that's a lot of money that he just won the lottery so that just goes to say that when you get in these deals, you have to make sure that you're reading the deals. Make sure you know what the deals are. Make sure that the you're doing your, your part of the deal, and they're doing their part of the deal. And guess what? I didn't know Celsius was even a company until last year. So that says a lot. I didn't know they had been around that long. But obviously they have been. Obviously, Flowrider, who I didn't know even still made music, um made music and was still relevant, he was cashing on some deals and he just gave him a nice check from Celsius. So congratulations to him and his future endeavors. Um, where are we going to now? Now I'm going to go to Tory Lane's dad. Tory Lane's, you know, who was found guilty of shooting Megan the Stallion and he got he's awaiting his sentencing in jail at the moment. His father recently went on the Instagram Live praying, hooping and hollering saying that he forgives Megan Thee Stallion and he forgives everybody who came against his son. Sir, sir, instead of forgiving Megan, instead of forgiving everybody who talked about your son, maybe you should be asking for forgiveness. I think you guys have the tables turned the wrong way. And it's not in me to tell you how to do your job and how to live your life, but baby girl... You are doing things the wrong way. And I'm going to need you to get it on together because you need to be asking and begging for forgiveness rather than saying you forgive. So, 
Uh, we can move on for that. Uh, another little sip of my little drink. It was so good. I'm drinking um a tea. It's a lemon tea that you can find at the store for like 99 cents or a dollar. You can figure out what it is. It's in a can. They're not paying me to talk about it. Um, we want to. Okay, we got a good report, y'all. We have a good report. We got some good news over here. We want to give a shout out to Britton Leaks, son of Nene Leaks and Greg Leaks, who's dearly departed. He's um, up the under with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, Nene Leaks' son, Brit, Britton, Brit, Brit. I'm sorry, because I never could say, like, Nene's going to say her kid's name, because, you know, she got that um, country accent. But I just can't be saying it, child. I don't know what's wrong with me. And if people tell me I have an accent, and I don't, I don't know. But anyway, Nene Leaks' son has made his return to social media, and he posted a post, and he was saying that he's happy, he's healthy. Wait, hold on. Y'all, y'all know what happened to him. Okay, so Nene Leaks' son, um... He was like, like in a coma. He was having all type of um, health problems and, and stuff and strokes and seizures and stuff, I believe. And they didn't know what was going on with his body. And um, he literally was going through it. And they didn't know if he was going to be here. But, you know, he had a, one thing about it. When you get you a praying mama, when you get you a praying mama, honey, let, let me tell you. You get you a mama who's going to pray up on you and pray for you. Things tend to shift, things tend to change, and things seem to get a little bit better. And Nene Leaks, one thing I know for sure and for certain is that she was praying for her child. And baby, the Lord has healed his mind, healed his body. He is a hundred pounds lighter since he's been released from the hospital. He is healthy and he is doing good. So I am so happy to hear some good news, y'all. That is so good to hear. She's all right. Because sometimes people, you know, they go through these traumatic events and they just go through a downward spiral. They get de- um, depressed and they get, um, they go down and down and down versus going up. And so it's good to hear that he said, you know what, I'm going to listen to these doctors. I'm going to get my health in order and I am going to live. I choose to live. And sometimes that's all it takes is for you to bet on yourself and for you to live, baby. And I am so glad that he bet on himself and he had a mom who was betting on him and helping him and that he's better. So he's he's getting better. So we just want to keep him in our thoughts, keep him in our prayers. And we're just going to keep him prayed up and lifted up in the name of Jesus. Um, and any leaks, we miss you on the housewives every single day. We love you and we miss you, girl. Um, Martin Luther King's had, his day was on Monday. His actual birthday was on Sunday, I believe. Um, I should want to see when is MLK's birthday because I don't want a lot of y'all. Many of you probably think that his birthday is on his day, um, but it's not. So Martin Luther King's birthday is actually let's see, make it a day. His day is okay. Hold on, y'all. We're going to figure this out. Okay, Martin Luther King was born on the fifteenth. And Martin Luther King Day is on the... Okay, so his birthday was on Sunday. And the day is on the day after. Okay, it's okay. So, there was a statue revealed of him. And I want you guys all to look up Martin Luther King Jr. statue. I want you to see it. Some people say it looks like a big penis. It looks like somebody holding a penis. 
They say it look like Israel giving you real penis. Penis, 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 penis. And I was confused. I didn't know what it looked like. But actually, it's a, a picture of him and his wife. Of her holding his him up. Like, she's holding him. Like, she has her hands wrapped around him. He has his hand wrapped on her. But, like, you know, she's holding him up and he's holding her. And it's just a loving embrace. But you can't see it because you, all you see is their arms. So it just looks a little bit weird. Um, they could have just made like a, a real life statue at this point. Could have used a picture with his words on it. I mean, it could have his name, his initials. I mean, this looks a little weird to me, but we're gonna move on. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just keeping it real, y'all. It just looks weird. Like, like, no disrespect to the artist who made it because I'm sure when you had this vision in your head. You were thinking about us looking at it straight on. You weren't thinking about us looking at it from various sides and various ways. So, yeah, it just looks a little weird. Just a little weird to us. I've been watching a whole lot of TikTok, so my voice is changing and sounding different. It's because I've been finally caught up into the TikTok world. And um, let's just say that my new favorite TikToker, which is like my first TikToker I actually got into, is Terry Joe. I've been watching Terry Joe videos. I tell y'all, I've been had a really couple dark days here lately. I've been in a bed in dark rooms, you know, just literally crying. Well, not really crying, but just being sad. So I'm going to say crying. Just being sad and just feeling away. Um, and when I tell you I turned on TikTok and I started watching this Terry Joe, I just started laughing. I started smiling. And I started breaking out of that shell. I laughed so hard. I didn't know. Like, I, you would have thought I had to have an edible or something. You would have been like, what is the hell is wrong with, with this person right now? Shell, it wasn't edible. Um, but this last little thing, which I never knew. Smokey Robinson I had an affair with Diana Ross. I did not know. And I, I knew she was dating Barry Gordy. She had a she had a child, her oldest her eldest child by Barry Gordy. But I never know knew that she was dealing with Smokey Robinson. What was going on up in Motown? Okay, okay. Now, as much as I would love a Motown movie, I feel like we would never get enough. So I feel like we need to have a limited Motown series. We get all the tea because I want to know what was Diana. What was you doing, girl? I want to know all your, or maybe we can have like a series of movies. Like somebody, okay, somebody, somebody get a pen and paper. We start with um, Barry Gordy's story. Boom. Then we start with, then we get to go to Smokey. Then we go to Diana and the Supremes. Like we just catalog everybody who's ever had a Motown popular hit and good career. We start giving them all movies. We can get all the freaking tea. Because I would love to know, um, Smokey Robinson, Diana Ross sneaking around. Did Barry Gordy find out? Was it before Barry Gordy? Was it after Barry Gordy? I don't know. But I, I'm sorry, I just dropped the cup, y'all. I don't know. And I would really love to know what happened over there, okay? It's an interview out right now with Vlad TV. I'm going to be watching this this week so we can get into this, okay? How you doing? How I doing, okay? Tomorrow, I'll be um, hosting again at Prohibition Bar in a sweet Illinois. Um, I'll be back here sipping a trip next Wednesday. Duh! Because this is my home and I've missed you guys. And y'all, I am happy this week. I feel good. I feel good. I feel nice. 
Hey, come on, Mariah Carey. I do. I'm really in a good mood. And I'm focusing on what I'm about to gain rather than what I'm going to lose. I'm focused on what is to come versus what has came. And I'm focusing on moving forward, whether that's alone, whether that's with my girlfriends, my girlfriends, they're through thick and thin, or whether I'm just by myself. It's okay. I know that wherever I'm at in life, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be okay. And I know that it gets better, okay? It gets better, baby. And it's like butter. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching another amazing immaculate episode of Sipping and Tripping. Bum, bum, bum. And I will see you guys same place. I'm going to go time. Y'all know that's objectable. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Sipping and tripping it. Sipping and tripping it. Yeah. Sipping and tripping it. Sipping and tripping, yeah. Sipping and tripping, yeah. Then you want my stuff.